Hello, and welcome everybody to the In Between Podcast. Before we get started today, I just want to let you know, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button, and check out our podcasts and blogs at inbetweenpodcast.com. So, I'm Daphne, if you don't know me already, and today, today we have a special guest. Oh, father. My father is here too. Well, I'm special as AJ, well. AJ, you, of course, special guest. Yeah. Uh, but today, I have a special friend from my school who I've known for quite a long time. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Georgia. Yep. That's Georgia. <laughs> That's, That's <me>. Georgia. <laughs> yeah. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about the differences between being an only child and having... How many siblings do you have? Too Twelve. many. Yeah. Too, Twelve. Many. <laughs> Too many. Too many. Too <sighs> many. It's amazing that you actually have that many children no, in your family. There's so many of us. It's never boring. That's for sure. Like it's, <laughs> I can there imagine. There's never a dull moment, whether we're laughing, crying, or screaming. So, <laughs> Daphne, is it ever boring as an only child? Do you really want me to answer that question? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, only sometimes. <laughs> right? You've seen my fits of boredom, just walking around aimlessly like, ooh, look at this, look at this. Yeah. Look what I can do. <laughs> Look what I can do. <laughs> yeah. Was that a Stuart reference you just made? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Daphne, tell us, uh, before we go too far, like, what, what was, uh, what's life as an only child like? Very quiet. <laughs> Very quiet. I had a lot of time to myself, and I had to learn very quickly how to have fun and entertain myself without bothering people, because... Mother would not would not handle me bothering her. <laughs> so I had to figure out how to entertain myself. And somehow I could just sit in a room with nothing and just think. And that is why I'm an overthinker. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> right? It actually does. You know, you're lucky that you actually get like a moment alone though. Because when I was younger, we lived in this two-story house and... There were four rooms, but at that time, there was eight of us. Oh, so we all, like, we none of us got our own room. And it was really interesting because I got so used to living with my siblings, and we'd stay up all night talking and, like, sometimes fighting. Oh, my gosh, the fights were the worst. <laughs> and, um, like, to the point that if we ever went on a vacation somewhere, like, I remember one time we went to this vacation house, um, because we stayed with my aunt and uncle, and they, it was just two of them, but they had this, like, eight-bedroom house, and it was really big, and they were like, you all can have your own rooms, and I was like, what? <laughs> and would, would this be, like, the first time you would actually have experienced that? Yeah, it'd yeah. be, the, like, the first and the only time I didn't have to share a bed, and then I didn't have to you know, share a room with anyone. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And then I remember going to sleep and I couldn't sleep. Like there was just, like it was just silence. And I was like, this is so weird. Like where are all my siblings? And like I come out and there's this like big loft and this big carpet and I see, and they're just, one by one, we all come out and we pile up like <laughs> Like a dog loft. pile. Yeah, and we just, we all bring a blanket and a pillow and and my aunt was like, you all don't want your own rooms? Like, you never get your own rooms. And I was like, no, not really. Like, it's weird. And so we turn on this TV, and we're falling asleep to, like, some cartoon. And we just, one by one, we all come out. And we're just sleeping on the loft. And we wake up, like, 
my hand is on Sawyer's face <laughs> and like and like I'm like sprawled across Izzy and like it's it's this whole thing and it was it was the weirdest thing because I had never gotten my own room before, so it was and weird. Daphne, uh, you and Georgia uh, shared a bed. Right? Yeah. We shared a bed on one occasion, <laughs> one trip. I don't think I've ever not slept that much in my life. Because we all went on a trip together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, my aunt doesn't have enough rooms for all of us to have our own room. Right. But it was also like, I know you have a lot of siblings. So I was like, oh, it'll be fine to sleep together. You know, like this yeah. is normal for you. And I was like, cuddle buddy. Yay. <laughs> and then I wake up at 3 a.m. to <laughs> right in my ear. And she she's like, you're like snoring. And then you just went <laughs> <laughs> right in my ear. And I was like, what is she doing? And she you like you like rolled over and slammed your pillow into my face. <laughs> I remember that I woke up and I and I was touching your face because I was like, "What is this?" And I remember slapping you, but like it was it was accidental. And I just remember slapping you, and I was like, "Oh!" And I just kind of fell back to sleep. And that was before I got my tonsils out, actually. So if we ever share a bed again, I don't snore anymore. So okay. oh, congratulations! I know. Nice. Yeah, nice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But, but I just. I was like, okay, this is. It was the first. Well, night we I was going to say together. So that was the that was the first night we were there. I think we were there three nights, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, we yeah. were. And uh, you ended up you ended up downstairs, right, I on the couch. Sl- I, I think slept if I on right. the couch and scared the absolute snot out of my uncle because there's just this little Bunch fluffy of- being <laughs> on the couch, and he's all like, "What is that?" Fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I think I think I had my blanket over my head. I was like. I was buried in that thing. It was so cold. But down I asked you, I said, why, why did you do this? Like, why, you know, why, why aren't you? And, and you said at the time, like, I can't share a bed with somebody. Like, like it's just, I, it's making me crazy, yeah. which is interesting because you just said you can't sleep because. Yeah. I can't you, sleep on my own. It's weird. It's, it's never been just me until very, very recently. Right. So, uh, are, how, how many of you are there now? Well, in the, in house, the house, so. I have 12 siblings total. Two of them passed away, and I have three step-siblings. So I don't share a room with any of my step-siblings, and it's only me and my two brothers in the house now, which is awful because I'm the only girl. <laughs> Ooh. And, but that being said, I do get my own room because I am the only girl. So there's only three of us in the house. So how do you, how do you feel about it now? Um, In the past year, I've had my own room. So it's different, but I like it now because I would never share a room with my brothers. Like, I would rather share a room with a rat than my brothers. <laughs> they are so gross. Are so. you sure they're not the same? <laughs> I, I know. No, a rat is cleaner, so. Wow. But right. Wow. It's, yeah, it's gross. I have to share a bathroom with them still, so. but Oof, That's worse than a room. It's cool, because at my dad's, there's all three of us, so he was like, you definitely need your own room. And I have my little setup there, and. But it's still such a tight space for me. Like, I have a very tiny little room, which I really, really like. And I have my dog, so I'm not completely alone in my room. Honey. Yeah. Oh, I love honey. Honey is the sweetest little she's a, munchkin. She's a three-legged golden retriever, so. She's so cute. She's my, she's my little best friend. But she's yeah, so soft. It's it's only been in the last year that I've had my own room, which is, it's it's new. But I like it. But if I could go back to sharing a room with Ellie and Maggie, I would. And I remember there was one time where we were so hungry, but it was like 
date night for my parents, I guess. So they go downstairs and they watch a movie. Mm-hmm. It's like the only time they get alone. And I was so hungry. And it was like, we had this rule that if you were in bed, you had to stay in bed. Like, that was the only rule we had. And I remember creeping downstairs into the kitchen and stealing a bag of biscuits and running <laughs> back upstairs. And we just ate them all. And, my, and I shared a bunk bed with Ellie and Maggie had a loft bed. And that was it. And it was super fun. But... That was, like, such a long time ago now, you know? But if, but if we're all together, like, if we all go on family vacations, we all kind of, like, reunite. We all share beds and stuff, so. And it's no different for me. Like, it's like, oh, <laughs> this is what we're doing, so. For me, it, it's weird, because, like, bef- like, now, if I don't have, like, three hours of peace to myself, I go literally insane. Like, I'm just, I'm a not ha- I'm not happy. I'm a very angry person. Like, I'm not pleasant to be around. And I remember before, especially before COVID, I didn't realize, like, how much I valued being alone and how much I valued, like, being around people. Because I was all like, yay, I get to be alone all the time. Like, nobody to bother me. I can do whatever I want. I can scream and nobody will tell me not to, you know? Like, and then three hours went by on, like, the third day of the first week alone. And I was like... I'm going insane. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. I was like, I'm done. I don't want to be alone anymore. Like, this sucks. I don't have anybody to talk to. But I got used to it. Wait, it was, what What I do you off. think is the, uh, what's the positive of being an, an only child? The positive. Or positives. Well, <laughs> I pretty much get everything. Like I, you're pretty spoiled, right? I am very <laughs> spoiled, and I am so grateful. To I mean, be you spoiled. you said to your dad, "Let's do a podcast," and he went and bought the equipment, and like, let's do it. Okay, right? but I didn't actually <laughs> think you were going to do that. Like, <laughs> you're the one supporting this, so it's not entirely my fault, right? But I do basically get whatever I want <laughs> because you don't have any other children or cousins to spend it on, right? So. Uh, That's why I like hanging out here so much. You get whatever, all the food you <laughs> could get, possibly eat. All the food, all the stuff. There's never leftovers in my house. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, never. You I'm, said that on multiple occasions. Yeah, yeah like, that. literally, like, it's like, if you get a full plate, that is good. That is, like, solid if you get a full <laughs> plate of food. That is solid. And, and my, like, during birthdays, we get to pick what we want to eat for dinner. Ooh. And so I always pick steak because meat is expensive. And so we can't have that, like, on a regular basis because sure. there's so much of us and so we got these huge steaks and like my dad would grill it all up and it was really really good and i just keep coming back for more because it was my birthday and eventually he'd like cut me off and was like, <laughs> no more steak he's like you've eaten half a cow already and i would eat it for breakfast the next day and i knew that it would be gone in like two days the same with ice cream like if we ever got ice cream it would be gone like immediately <laughs> and and our only cereal were cornflakes and Cheerios. But if we, if like it was like a special were, occasion, were they, were they the real ones or were they like the generic? No, they actually got the real ones. <laughs> oh which yeah, was really nice. <laughs> that was the only thing we had that was like real. And then, and then on special <laughs> oh occasion, we'd get Fruit Loops and stuff like that. See, and then I was the kid that was like, "Can I have a side of fillet with my soup?" I know. Lucky you. You know oh, that. You know that story. Do you know right, that Georgia? story? Mm-mm. So, so I was here. Uh, I had no concept of money or anything. I just, dad always pulled meat out of the freezer. Like, it just magically appeared out of nowhere. And I was like, surely he's got a good old steak in there. And she, he'll give and me she some. And she likes steak. And, and the only, like, the, <laughs> the 
the cut of steak that she knew for whatever reason, probably either from her aunt or it was because you always said Philip Philip Mignon. Oh, Philip Mignon, that's true. Um, <laughs> uh, so she wanted a steak, and or was well, she she did not want soup. I was making I some kind soup. of soup, and she she loathed soup even to the state. Matter of fact. You know, just a minute ago, we were talking about soup, and she does not like butternut squash soup, which is fantastic. Oh. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I was making soup one night, and and she's like, I don't want soup. I don't like soup. And I was like, I said, we're having soup. Like, there's no, there's, we're, we're not Starve. arguing about this. You can either eat soup, or you can, you know, go to bed without without food. It's it's fine. Whatever you like. That was my choice. And she goes, <laughs> well, can I at least get a side of filet with my soup? <laughs> yeah. She was like eight. Like, this is it maybe 10? I don't know, but she was, I was young. Nine. I was nine. Uh, you know, uh, this kid asking for a side of filet with her soup. So, anyway. Did you that, get a side of filet? No, I no. did not. <laughs> I mean, she's spoiled, but he come on. denies me now. every now and then. Okay, okay. I'm not <laughs> that awful. every now and then. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when I first met you, and I was like, so how many siblings do you have? I didn't understand the concept of not having siblings. <laughs> It was like a foreign thing for me. And you were like, no, I don't have any siblings. And I was like. <gasps> People are always so confused when I say that I'm an only child. They're like, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do all day? Like, well, Answer that question. What do you do? Well, I have numerous hobbies. And I had one point where like books were literally my life. I had no other. I had no friends other than you, <laughs> which was. I didn't even talk to you that much when I was reading no. Percy Jackson. I was hooked, and like those those little those little characters became my friends. And right. I was like, "This is like when I think of my childhood now and like middle school year, all I can remember is like every single scenario and story I ever made up in my head, and like I remember all those books word for word, <laughs> like." I, that, w- that was what I spent my time on. I was talking to another fellow only child, and um, do I know this fellow only? Child? No, you don't. She's she's cool. a lady I work with, and mm. she told me, and I just wanted to get your opinion on this. She was like, "The spotlight is always on me, so if I had like an issue or a problem, my parents always figured it out because I was the only person they focused on." Is that is that true? Well, okay, about the whole spotlight thing. Yes. You always, I was taught to problem solve. So like what I remember is try for like 15 minutes by yourself. Try to figure it out. Do what you can. And if you're still struggling or you can't make it work, then you can come ask us. Right. That's, that's what I remember you always telling me. Yeah. And so I got pretty good at it, but there were some times where I was just like, I don't want to figure it out on my own. I've never done this before. Like I want to help. I want you to direct me because perfectionist here i never i never wanted to make mistakes because i was always in the spotlight i was the only child to be focused on and you were a pastor at the time so like you were like top tier in my head like you and mom were like the cool people you were the people to look up to and like i had to be the like good child like i didn't want to make you look bad and like if i did something wrong maybe i and that's a lot of pressure yeah I put a lot of pressure on myself and I didn't even realize it as a kid, like, sure. especially when I was younger and in the church, but like, I always wanted to do everything perfectly because if I mess up, there's no one to be like, Oh, she's the younger child. It's fine. Or she's the older child. You, you Nobody can't blame cares it on about the other that. Sibling. You yeah. can't blame you it on the other sibling. You can at least at your house blame it on another sibling. Oh, absolutely. I do that all the time. <laughs> 
Like I, I like, had nobody to blame, you know? Well, like, in my house, nobody ever does it, you know? Nobody ever did anything wrong. And it was like, it was yeah. like if the toilet was clogged, who did this? Not me, not me, <laughs> not me, not me. And it's like, it's like, ask Sword, maybe he did it. Ask Tucker, maybe he did it, you know? And so nobody ever figured it out. And actually, like, sooner than later. It was you, right? Oh, it was most of the time me. But sooner, <laughs> Sooner than later, there's different sibling dynamics. And mm-hmm. I know a family, and all their siblings will, like, tell on each other and be like, I'm going to go get you in trouble, and I'm going to blackmail you. But sooner than later, me and my siblings figured out if we helped each other, we could be one step ahead of our parents with everything <laughs> we wanted to do. Wow. wow. We got smart, and we were like, you okay. Th- you've got this is a public smarts. podcast, right? Your parents <laughs> you know, actually can't listen to this. They, they, listening they to this. know everything now. But <laughs> it was so funny, because it's like, Okay, Operation Cover for Brother. Like he's gonna go do something. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna help him out. We're gonna sleep in his bed tonight, and then like we're gonna go do something or like something, you know? Because it's like if we helped each other out, life was just so much simpler than that. And so it was super funny because I remember one time um, I caught my sister like leaving out like out the window, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "If Dad asks, I went on a walk, and if he's about to call the police, actually tell him where I am." And I was like. Okay, as she was at her high school, she she was actually painting a mural for a kid that had passed away. But um, oh, that's really sweet. But she just knew her parents wouldn't my, her parents my parents <laughs> would be okay with her being out that late, you know. So she just went and did it anyway. So she broke into the school campus just to paint the mural. Yes, she did. Okay, <laughs> why not? My siblings have done a lot, but we just figured out that if we helped each other out more, life would be so much easier. And that's kind of what we did, and that's what we figured out. And. It was interesting because we're all like best friends. Like instead of we, the like, I've been a tell yeah. you. And when yeah. we when we like throw a party, it was a party with us. Like nobody else would come. <laughs> we would just all like like hang out, and you know we had these things called Friday swim parties, and it was every Friday, and it was in the summer, and we just would all go in the pool, and we get snacks out, and we didn't. Sorry, and we invite <laughs> our friends and stuff like that, and. It was so cool, but it was just interesting because because there were so many of us, super hard to pin down who did anything. <laughs> and so we all had a pack, like not deny until the end. Like, like deny take, to the end. Yeah, deny it to the end. Take it to your grave. So I'm sure it must be kind of hard for you because if something happens, it it's is very clearly you. me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, actually, I can blame stuff on you sometimes. <laughs> That's true. I think one time... Actually, it was recently. I think I ran into the calendar that was like it's a it's a framed calendar. Oh, you did get me in trouble for this. <laughs> I didn't even do it on purpose. I really thought that you broke it, but I ran into it with the uh, with the office chair. I like and knocked it off the wall, and I just put it back, and I was like, "It's fine. She'll <laughs> never know." She so my mom took it down, and she looked at the corner. She was like, "Who did this?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh crap." It was, dad. He I was it. like, I think it was dad. I think he just knocked it over. <laughs> but like when I was younger, I was, I I was I was a little more like cautious of stuff like that because it was harder to get you in trouble because like I didn't I was just a little child I couldn't get you in trouble for stuff you know, and so I don't I think that's why like there was nobody to compare me to like yeah. and right from the start people were like. You always told me that there were people that were like, oh, she's such a good child, man. I wish she was my child. But yeah. And I actually, I think I wrote about this in a blog. Uh, so, you know, go check that out. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
uh, in between podcast.com. Yep. There was no there was no competition between you and siblings, which must yeah. have been nice cuz that is that is It was nice, but at the same time it's like I I set my own standards and I was always like the golden child from the beginning. So I kind of you kind of had high I standards for yourself. Myself well, that's the thing bit. I think about you the most is like is that you set such high standards for well, myself when I was so young. All, like almost unattainable. Like yeah. which I think a lot of times in life we all of us do. Like we go I I I can never be this and so you 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 kind of beat yourself up for it. Yeah. Um there was a girl that like told me that I would have gifted kid burnout when we were in middle school. Yeah, that's and true. And I can't like when I was in freshman year, I was just like, maybe she's right. Maybe maybe I am gonna get gifted kid burnout. Maybe maybe I'm not like maybe I'm not gonna be as good as I used to. Like maybe I'm not as smart as I think I am, because not naming names, we don't do that here. But there was a there was a guy who was in pre calc freshman year, and he had a free period, which no freshman has free periods. That's like almost unheard of. Yeah, and I was like. It, it was the first time that I was in a group of people that, like, I couldn't match anymore. I wasn't top of the class anymore. I wasn't the best in art. I wasn't the smartest kid or memorized the most words or had the best handwriting even. Like, there I was a bunch of Daphne's I was, in that class. I was average at everything once I got into high school. Yeah. And I was like, crap, I'm not as good as I thought I was or I'm not as it's smart or check. talented. And it crushed me. And I, I like I think about that kid all the time. But, I'm just but like, don't compare yourself. Don't do it. <laughs> now when you look back on that, do you think like that that's a lesson you needed to learn? I think it's a lesson I'm, I still need to learn. Yeah. Because I mean even you're constantly you're I was constantly it's a, figuring it out. I th- I think I'm getting better at it because I know what's attainable and what's not. But like this morning I took a math test. I'm in math two. I'm in I'm below a lot of the kids at my school because most of the kids in my grade in middle school like took um you're where you need to be though like you're in math too yeah you're but they took a lot of them took the honors version of math or like math c or whatever uh, okay so everybody was on a higher level earlier than i was just because they wanted to get ahead and i was like I don't need math past fifth grade what no i'm not gonna do that then i'm sitting in my math c class today i'm like at, like taking this math test and i'm like i'm stupid i'm stupid you're in math c or math two sorry um, math two math c is eighth grade math. i am too i am not in eighth grade math uh, i was in eighth grade I'm, math last year as a freshman <laughs> so you got nothing on me i like, was like, i i am a 10th grader in 10th grade math and apparently that's not good for the little brainy brain up here because i was like sitting through that test and i was like i'm i'm stupid like I, how can i not figure this out yeah this is late start wednesday the, yeah. today which on late start Wednesday, I you, literally you and al- I, I almost cried as I walked out of that class this morning. You, I was you just and like, I, though, I have failed myself. You and I on Wednesdays we go to have coffee. Yeah, right. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, we have. Uh, <laughs> we, we do. We do. Uh, Naked uh, lounge people. Yeah, so good. late start Wednesday we we go have coffee. She eats a muffin, you know, a little bit, and then that is so cool. And then we drop her. I drop her off at school. And usually um, I'm late. Sorry, teachers. I apologize. Hey, you know what? Coffee. But family time is more important. Exactly. See, it's a personal appointment it's, it's, for my mental health. No, it's it's <laughs> it's like so important to have that. And I actually think that that's another positive for you is you get to spend a lot of time with your parents. Yeah, that's but true. I'm not gonna lie, the love is kind of spread a little thin, like with the amount of siblings that I have. Not to say that my parents didn't love me so much, but 
I mean, there's now just that, so many people to take yeah, care of. Yeah, and now that my parent, well, now that my dad is less busy because there's less of us, I my dad is like my best friend. I hang out with him all the time. Like he, it's like me and him, and you know, you guys, like you yeah. know. I'm and that was how I was when I was yeah. really young in Michigan. And like, that's no, and like you guys have always been really close. And I used to be really close with my mom. She was a stay-at-home mom, and then once her. And my dad separated. She was like, okay, I need to get a job and I need to go do this. My mom went from working, you know, like a Denny's job to being the CEO of a major company. She's really, really successful, but success comes at a price. She's very busy all the time. She works like 50-hour weeks. She's very, very busy. So that that puts a strain on a relationship because Mm -hmm. I don't see her very often, which really is hard. And she's very much like... She adds a lot of pressure to it. I love my mom more than anything on this planet, but there is a lot of pressure that comes with that because she's like, you know, you got to be successful in what you do. You got to be the best person, the best version of yourself that you can be 100% of the time. And my, like, you know, it sounds easy on paper, like, oh, just be good. And it's like, you can't just be good at everything. It becomes difficult. It, right. You can't just be successful at everything. Yeah, and I know that. I know that. But yeah, but I mean, it's the little voice. But it's it's nice though because it's like your parents can help you calm that little voice down. But my well, mom kind of my it. mom kind of makes that little voice bigger. She's kind of like, okay, come on, let's go do this. We gotta be on the grind. The grind never stops, and it's like I want the grind to stop. Like I just <laughs> please, I, I want to hang out for a minute, and it's hard because I wish I had a better relationship with her. But she's very she's very busy, mm-hmm. and while I know that she loves me, her job is very important to her. And but with like my dad. My mom is focused on being successful and rich, but my dad is focused on being happy. Like, it's the only thing he wants yeah. from me. He there said, is a difference. He actually said, he actually said the other day, he was like, I'd rather you live in a cardboard box under the bridge and be the happiest you've ever been than be successful and be super unhappy. He was like, yeah. being happy is really important. So I kind of take part of what my mom said and part of what my dad said to like, mesh it together and kind of build my own pathway but it's cool because you get to spend a lot of time with your parents and like you don't have any siblings to like take that like attention away and there's um you just made me think of in our last podcast we had my aunt um come and talk to us over a phone call and we were kind of talking about like i don't think we specifically talked about like the difference between being happy and being successful but i think she talked about how you can't look for love and things that can't love you back. Like, you can't look for love and money. Money is an object that cannot love you back. That's really smart. So, like, success is good, right? Money is good because of food, you know? Yeah, you need to there, live. There, you need yeah, to we live. like filet, right? We like eating well. <laughs> but there comes a point where it just kind of it takes over your life. And I worry for her because, like, that... It's it, there's a fine line between having enough to live and having so much that you don't realize like that it's taking over your life. Yeah, yeah. And with your dad, he's really smart. He knows that money is not the major thing, and that being happy does not require objects. My dad supported all all eight like all nine of us on a teacher's salary for which like, is impressive for like ten years, and I had and like still paid the house bill and still like we went on great vacations like he was amazing and and you got steak on your birthday and i got yeah, steak, on, got my steak on my birthday like it was awesome and so i think and 
he never did anything that he wanted to do. And back then, when my dad first came to the U.S., because my dad is Peruvian, I'm you know have Peruvian heritage, and so I'm half Fancy. Peruvian. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so when he first came to the U.S., like there was a lot of racism like against that. Sure. And so when he like when he went to this church with my mom, he had to kind of like hide that heritage part of him. And that's why he never taught us Spanish or anything like that because there were a lot of people that would be like, like he'd be like, oh, I'm Tony. And he, cause that's, you know, that's yeah. our last name. And they'd be like, what's up with that? And he'd be like, well, that's my last name. That's my heritage. And I'm like, you're Peruvian, seriously? Like you should go back to where you came from. Like people were awful. And so wow. he hid it because he wanted to protect us. And so now that they're split up, like, he, we're a part of this big Peruvian community, um, and it's really, really cool, and we all gather and, like, make these really cool foods from Peru, and we take trips to Peru, and I've actually not gone yet. I'm going in the next couple of months, which I'm really excited nice. about, and it's so pretty over there, and, like, he's shown me all these pictures, and so now he's always like, you gotta be proud of who you are, but now he does the things that he wants to do. Peru is amazingly beautiful country. It's, I can't wait for you to go there. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. I have not been, but he has. Yeah. That's really cool. My grandpa was like a part of like the government over there, and like he did some really cool things. He actually, he actually. How did I not know he this? He was actually given the Medal of Honor over there. Okay, um, welcome. He, he <laughs> Fancy brought, grandpa. He brought oil to a bunch of really poor towns and stuff like that, cool. and and gave jobs to a bunch of people, and like. It was awesome. So, but the point is, my dad kind of just did what, like, he wanted to do now. And it's really cool because you see how they changed. My parents used to be so strict. Like, like wouldn't let us celebrate Halloween-type strict. But now they're, like, really laid back and cool. It's it's cool how people change, like. Well, it was probably really stressful for them because there were so many of you. So oh, they yeah. had to, like, make sure, okay, make sure that one's, you know, chill. How's this <laughs> one doing over here? Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine how hard it was to like make sure you guys were all like like doing well and actually I don't know how to say it like I know from my experience as an only child I like manners you know manners are manners so the important. big thing like yeah I remember I had like a second persona like almost yeah and I used it a lot more so I think I didn't realize it was second. It was a second persona until the other day, actually, that I was talking with a friend, and we were talking about how our childhoods went and like how we were taught as kids, and um, like when I was, because you were a pastor, right? I think we've said that multiple times yep. before. Um, running around the church, I was. I made sure I wasn't the pastor's daughter. I made sure I was Daphne, right? Yeah. So yeah. everybody knew me, and but I had. Like, a certain, like, you don't speak unless you're spoken to. You say please and thank you. Yeah. You're polite to people. If somebody's rude to you, you're just, you kill them with kindness. Like, yeah. yeah that's, you absolutely that destroy them with kindness, you know? And so I had this, like, I'm very proper, and I wear dresses, and I am a little church girl. And then now I'm like, I, 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 don't, I, don't, use, I don't use that very much. Like... I, I don't know. It's just I haven't had to go to a dinner party or whatever with a bunch of other pastors and, you know, be the polite child. And I haven't had to. You think there's freedom in that, though, now? Yes. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it was 
stressful. I don't think I realized it because I was so young, but now I know like that was like right. If if we still lived there and I still had to deal with that, it, I I would have lost my mind. Like I would have had serious issues. I would have had to go to therapy or something because my perfection level would have been skyrocketing right. compared to now. Because you know it's all about and that's the cool thing that we really cool thing we really learned. I think both of us have learned yeah. about Jesus when we moved here is like there's actually yeah. freedom in following Christ. Yeah. It's yeah. not It's not just looking It's good. not about performance. It's yeah. about like yeah. if I'm really following Jesus. Which is interesting cuz that's kind of the only religion that that is. Like there's not something you have to do all the time. You just kind of have to like accept him and you know It's a faith kind of, thing. It's a know? faith. If you do things wrong, like you're not some enemy of Christ. You're or not a like bad that. person no. just because you made a mistake or you're going well, the thing in the I've, wrong direction. I've actually said to Daphne before, it's like, and, and I've thought about this more as a dad now. Like, I actually think being a dad gives you a better God perspective because when you when you look at your child, it's like, Daphne, I I love this kid, right? No, it doesn't matter what she does. Yeah, she could she could do she could fail math epically. <laughs> She it could be, a, be happening. She could be a terrible artist. <laughs> uh, she could be. She could be a bad writer. Like all these things that she's trying to excel towards. She could be. Uh, she can make bad choices, like stuff that I don't want her to do. But she could still make those choices. And we talked about that before. Like I don't want you to be like this, but if this is what you do, I'm still going to love you. You know, especially yeah. with the swearing, it's always like, <clears throat> "Hey, I don't want you to do that, but it's your choice. Like, yeah. I'm not going to stop you." And from and, and the re and, and which is better than saying, "Don't swear." Parents just yeah saying, telling well, a kid not to do, to do something is the immediate, okay, I'm going to go do this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, but my point in all that is, is, you know, I actually lost my train of thought. What <laughs> sorry. Was I saying? Uh, sorry. <laughs> you, you're not going to love her less based on the choices she's going to make. That's exactly right. And, and that's the way God is with, with us. That's the way God like, thinks. God, God looks at us and he's like, I, I love you. I want you. I want. I want this for your life. This is the best for you. I, I think it's actually why he calls sin sin. It's not because he goes, "Oh, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna make these these sin things, uh, the, all the bad, all the rules for you to follow." I'm making these sin things because I know they're actually gonna be, yeah, uh, have a bad effect on your life. I want the best for you, but I'm still gonna love you. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't make things wrong just because they're wrong, or just because he decides to make them wrong. Right. He's like, they're gonna have a negative effect on your life if you do that. Right. It's kind of funny. It's like. It's like if you tell a little child, don't touch that flame, don't touch that candle, don't touch it, and they're like, they like go and they reach for it, and then they burn and they start crying, and it's like God's like, I, t- I told you not to, come here, I'll, I'll put a bandaid on it, come on. Yeah. And he's like, are you going to listen to me now? No. Okay, well, I'll still be here. Well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. It was so great to have you, Georgia. Thank you. I was going to say, I got to say thank you to Georgia. Obviously, I've got to just sit back. She carried. She carried to this conversation because (laughs) these guys both love to talk. Uh, We are so glad that you listened to us and that you take the time. And we'd like to just ask you if you would uh, check out our our blog that goes along with this at At inbetweenpodcast.com. No, Uh, don't put a the in front of it. No, inbetweenpodcast.com. And you can, you can. can check out some of the blog articles that we both have written there daphne's got some stuff there i've got some stuff there as well and got some uh, new stuff coming for you guys if you got any comments or you'd like to hear us discuss something 
uh, we would love to have uh, hear what you have to say about that. So, and don't forget to happen. don't forget to like and subscribe. It's right there. Just do it. <laughs> it's it's good. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. Love you guys. See you later. <laughs>